0: Welcome to RealCast, the weekly roundup of the Real Asset Markets. My name is Richard Betts and I'm joined by Nicole Dines, Dan Innis and Paul Strom. I mean, across Europe, COVID measures have tightened and in the UK, London and much of the country saw the closing of hospitality. And then on Saturday, all non-essential retail. Dan, what have you been following?
1: That's a really huge impact on the hospitality sector. Retail uh, retail sentiment can be pretty much summarised by the commentary from Shaft's last week. They're heavily exposed to the retail and hospitality sector. They posted a pre-tax loss of just around £700 million, and that's compared to a profit of £26 million the year before. Um, and they said that the value of their assets had tumbled by about a fifth, down to £3.1 billion. Um, But um, despite that, Many people are still thinking that Shaftesbury, who raised £300 million um, in a new equity raise last month, that they may still be well positioned to emerge intact. Elsewhere, um, other stock exchange uh, trading announcements last week included that from Capital & Regional, um, with some more positive news actually. So Lawrence Hutchings, chief exec of Capital & Regional, he said that although Government restrictions are likely to become the norm and a feature for a period of time, but it's been encouraging for them to see 30 leasing transactions completed that year and pretty much an encouraging pipeline of deals coming through. Interestingly, we talked about Arcadia last week. Well, Capital & Regional only has one unit left to Arcadia and, and that exposure is less than £100,000 a year, but their, their full results are gonna be uh, posted on the 4th of March next year. Over to Scandinavia, the Finnish fashion group Stockman, they've announced it's going to sell and lease back its department store portfolio as part of a, a huge restructuring plan um, so they have iconic landmark buildings in Helsinki, Tallinn and Riga and they say that the proceeds from those sales are going to be used to pay off debts and the firms made their stock exchange announcement last week um, and they noted that its current liabilities amount to nearly 740 million euros and last point, the listed Swedish group group Heimstaden. They're finishing the year off with a bit of a flourish. They've bought the Danish residential portfolio for 1.6 billion euros, that's 16.6 million kroner. Um, And that's the biggest transaction in the Nordics this year. But it's mainly terraced housing across Denmark, just over 6,000 properties, totaling nearly 600,000 square metres of residential and just under 200,000 square metres of commercial. Plus, actually, they also have nine uh, development plots as well. So uh, that deal is expected to close early next year, but um, a lot of activity, Richard.
0: And picking up on the capital raising side, I noticed Harrison Street raising 720 million US dollars for its eighth opportunity fund. And it's interesting to see that they've also been actively hiring in Europe over the year with Paul Bashir joining in June as CEO and Jose de Pablo um, joining in the newly created role of director of European Healthcare acquisitions. And there's also an increased focus out of the US on digital real estate, data, data centers, life sciences, Um, and it'll be interesting to see how these strategies come through in, in, in Europe. Um, Nicole, what have, what have you been
2: following? Well, you mentioned data centres and Dan was mentioning the Nordics. I'm going to combine the two with the news that Pictate and Brunswick Real Estate have formed a partnership uh, to uh, create a data centre platform across the Nordics. They've started with a 63,000 square metres acquisition in Stockholm, which interestingly is going to be a sustainable mixed-use building which will combine a data centre, uh, offices and warehouses. So, um, And... Uh, what they're going for in this platform is sustainable data centers, so green, uh, you know, environmental friendly uh, data centers. And they've chosen the Nordics because uh, they've been at the place, they're the perfect place for climate conditions. Obviously it never gets too hot. Uh, it's very, it's got very good connectivity. Um, and um, and so, in, the, in fact, it's been a bit under the radar, but in the last uh, couple of years, about 200 data centers have been established in, in, the, in the Nordics. And obviously, it helps that it's got a very low carbon um, uh, energy mix. Uh, so, data centers are very much, um, you know, something that's uh, mentioned as, as one of the interesting areas to look forward to in 2021. Uh, one sector that has been in the news uh, in 2020 and will continue to be in 2021 is definitely logistics and there have been a couple of interesting developments uh, further south in Italy. Heinz, the big uh, US group which has already invested some 3 billion in Italy over the last five years has announced that it's going to invest a further billion over the next couple of years um, in uh, logistics. And again, he's talking about sustainable logistics, green logistics. And uh, their, their country head uh, mentioned that they want to set an example of the logistics of the future uh, by having electric charging points, uh, you know, low energy use, um, and, uh, and also to help. Uh, to, you know, they're focusing on last mile logistics because they're expecting that to grow a lot in Italy because e commerce penetration. Is still pretty low, but it's expected to grow exponentially. It's already grown, obviously, during the lockdown. People have discovered the joys of home deliveries, and that's set to continue. So they're focusing on last mile, uh, but they're going to have only electric scooters and um, and vans delivering the goods. And thereby, therefore, they think they're, they're you know they believe they're making a positive impact to to pollution and noise levels and so on in Italian urban centres. And again, on the logistics front, another. Big company investing, announcing a big investment in Italy has been Nuveen Real Estate. They're investing two billion in Italy, again in sustainable green logistics, and the other sector that they're going to focus on is uh, student housing, uh, because they believe that it's undersupplied. So they're focusing on seven Italian cities, from Venice to Milan to Rome to Bologna, and um, and that's uh, going to make quite quite an impact. And uh, they also sent a warning on. Uh, On logistics, they said it is a big sector. We are investing in it in Italy. It's definitely got to have a future where you've got to choose your locations carefully, not every logistic asset is going to be a good one.
0: And a lot of focus on on these new areas. And I also noticed that AEW had raised 410 million euros aiming to meet the changing demand for property and focused on office, logistics and resi. And in general, there's just been a lot of other news around logistics over the week, Paul. Yeah,
3: the deals have been coming quick and fast. And on Friday, Singaporean sovereign wealth. GIC in New York listed Kennedy Wilson announced a new joint venture to acquire and manage urban logistics properties in the UK with potential to expand into Ireland and into Spain. This joint venture is being seeded with a a $220 million portfolio of 18 urban logistics assets in prime locations in the UK. Additional last mile centres will be sought with a target of around a billion dollars. GIC is the owner of, of P3 Logistics parks which is present and very active and expansive throughout continental Europe. So this is a a UK logistics opportunity primarily Uh, and it will be interesting to learn the financial basis of the deal, particularly occurring with so much Brexit uncertainty still hanging over the UK. Patricia, the German company, announced it has transferred a 500 million German logistics portfolio to a new fund established for AEW again. This portfolio is 285,000 square meters, uh, 14 assets, and includes major German cities. And these deals followed the Thursday announcement by AXA that it was expanding its logistics portfolio with a 720 million euro purchase in the US, bringing to around a billion the amount it's announced it' spent on the sector this month. And the deal increases AXA's worldwide logistics portfolio to about 3.8 million square meters in 10 countries and the, the value of uh, 2.9 billion euros. There were other smaller deals too. DWS paid 141.6 million for a logistics property in Jönköping, Sweden, its second deal in Sweden in December. It earlier announced forward funding a 146 million logistics scheme in Eskilstuna for co-op logistics. We're seeing investors achieving scale as quickly as they can and the results are are really quite dramatic. Uh, The motives are familiar. Logistics was already on the rise. Traditional retail was in transition to a hybrid online bricks and mortar formula and covid has dramatically accelerated the process
0: and this is our last episode of uh of realcast for 2020 so thank you nicole paul and dan thank you to all the contributors to realcast over the year and thank you for joining us in 2020 best wishes to you for the holiday season stay safe stay well and look forward to seeing you in 2021